Hey there, and welcome to Town Hall, the podcast for service-based businesses hosted by Schedulicity. I'm Jamie. Today's episode features special guest Lori Crete, a licensed celebrity esthetician, all-around badass, and renowned speaker who also happens to look agelessly glowy all the time. I'm not jealous or anything. Lori is talking about taking control of your business, even during times when everything else feels completely out of control. You know, like a global pandemic. She's joining us to discuss ways to plan ahead and set goals, even when you're not sure what reopening will look like. Ready? Let's do this. As many of you guys know, in this town hall, we have Lori Crete with us, and Lori is a celebrity licensed esthetician, um, as well as a speaker, mentor, um, coach, and she is the founder of the Beauty Biz Club. So welcome, Lori. Okay. Hey, thanks, you guys, for having me here. I, first of all, want to say whoever named the Schedulicity team members rock star, spot on. I experience it myself and I hear so much from everybody that I refer to you guys. Oh my gosh, Laura, you were not kidding. They are awesome. So you guys do an awesome job. Thanks for, for allowing me to be here and share my thoughts on the uncharted territory that we all are stepping into and are part of right now. Um, I am a licensed esthetician, 18 years licensed esthetician. I owned a spa in Los Angeles for 17 years. I recently sold it and moved to Palm Springs where I rent Space in a med spa now. So I still practice every week. I also have an online business academy called the Beauty Biz Club because I found that was one element that was missing in the beauty world. We are talented practitioners, and a lot of us have never been taught the business skills that are necessary and required to become profitable and sustainable business owners. So um, I found Schedulicity through my first business coach, and this was a long time ago. I may have been one of Schedulicity's first clients, and she said, you need to do this, you need to do this, and I was like, oh, but my clients love talking to me, and she talked me into it, and oh my God, I suddenly had my favorite business assistant, right? It was Schedulicity, and I was able to see, I, I love market research and collecting data, I was able to see about five more clients a day when I stopped all the back and forth phone calls and emails and all that kind of thing. So that's my background. I still work every week. I speak all over the country, which I am thrilled. I was going through the chat boxes. We have people here from Dubai and South Africa and all over the world and all over the United States. So gosh, the world has really become a small place. And I'm excited to share my thoughts and ideas with you guys today because I've really been sitting back. And just trying to assess the situation and see how we can all move forward in a way that feels uh, comfortable for us. So that's what I want to chat about today. Would you like me to head over and share my screen now? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, let me. I know we're all like navigating this Zoom life now, right? (laughs) Yes, we are. So give me a second um, because technology is not my genius work. I'm not going to lie. I can see it. It looks great, Lori. Okay, let me go into... Okay, here we go. Let me just get back to the... All right, so I want to talk today about creating a new beauty norm, but I also know there you guys have so many different types of businesses, so just open your mind and be creative with the information that I'm going to share because I do believe business and marketing skills are are really... Uh, standard in any business. We sometimes just have to shift with the culture or the information being given to us. So 
I'm going to talk today because it's my area of expertise about creating a new beauty norm because unusual times call for unique beauty methods or even unique business methods, right? All right, so I wanna chat about how to communicate with and serve clients from afar, basically with schedulicity, because honestly, what I teach is very genuine and authentic. Don't forget, I am, I still am working uh, as a licensed esthetician, and I teach from my experience, generally speaking. That is how I, I share my information. So I wanna talk about how to best navigate your downtime uh, so you're set up and you're ready to sprint back to a book to perfectly practice or a profitable business, no matter what it is. And I know some of us now are, are still at home, still, you know, have to wear a mask kind of on, on lockdown. And some of us are actually able to step back into our new norm. And I'll, I'll hit on both of those today. So it doesn't really matter where you are. The one thing I want to say is don't let this diversify you and your support community because as I was teaching with Jerry, I was part of a panel with him, Elizabeth from Hair Love said something that really stuck with me and that is find a circle of success that you are obsessed with. And within that circle of success, chances are now people are gonna be in a different place. So support each other because that's how we all get back to our new normal. I wanted to share this statistic with you, and it comes from Kentar, and they are actually a market research group, and they study and report data and insights. And this was exciting for me to read. I think we all need positivity more than ever right now in this, in this world. And consumers in the coronavirus lockdown are looking forward to plenty on the other side, but beauty therapy tops the ranks. So this is super exciting. I think it's gonna prove to us once again that beauty industry is a recession-proof industry. They, they were scanning social media between the 24th and the 30th, and it showed beauty therapy was the number one activity consumers were looking forward to. I put the URL in here so you guys can head over, of course, after we're done today and check out the full article because there were some interesting statistics and thoughts. So this is what I've learned from sending out my Schedulicity emails consistently. Consistent communication is more important now than ever. I heard from two or three people just last week saying, gosh, Lori, these are personal friends that, that I'm sharing this information. They said, I haven't heard from my hairdresser. I hope she's okay. So if you are not communicating with your clients, you need to start communicating with your clients because they are going to remember how you showed up for them, or if you did not during this time. So I wanna share with you some of my market research that I've gathered from sending out my Schedulicity emails consistently throughout the entire virus. At the end, I'll share with you a letter that got amazing feedback from my clients and helped me generate almost the same amount of money that I make in the treatment room each week just from sending the email out. So clients love hearing from us. I've received more thank you replies to my email marketing messages than ever before. And I've been doing this, gosh, for, for I'd say since 2008, I've been sending out email marketing messages. Right now, my clients are, are responding more than ever. And that's what you really want to focus on right now is engagement from your clients because this will allow you to sprint back to your business, not crawl back hoping somebody's going to show up for you. Clients are purchasing our recommendations. I've sold and shipped and watched my Beauty Biz Club members sell and ship thousands of dollars in retail and products during this time. And many have done this even without the hassle or, or the confusion or the frustration of setting up an e-commerce store. Clients really miss us. We are way more than just creators of beauty. Many clients view us confidence 
as friends, and you need to be compassionately communicating with clients more now than ever. What does compassionately communicating with clients mean? So many of my, my coaching clients or my consulting uh, clients say to me, oh, well, I don't really know what to say, so I haven't been saying anything at all. Think about right now, this is a little homework for you, write down three or four conversations that you have on a regular basis with your clients and, and start to have the same communication with them, literally the same that you have in the treatment room. I've been sending clients uh, movies I've been watching, Netflix, books I've been reading, and how I've been caring for my own skin during the time, and they are loving it, you guys. Many clients are still working. This goes back to don't spend somebody else's money. Don't stop being or trying to be of service to your clients because you're scared they're all broke. Just because we are out of work, right? Doesn't mean everybody else is affected financially right now. If you do not market ways to care for their skin, their hair, their lashes, or whatever else you do at home, somebody else is gonna step in and do this. So don't lose out because you're afraid of looking salesy. There's ways to communicate through compassion that will help you stay afloat and profitable right now. I have one girl in my club, literally $4,000 in sales up this year compared to where she was last year. And somebody said, well, what are you doing? She goes, I'm sending out the emails like Lori's telling us to. So don't worry. Not everybody is affected financially right now. Clients are longing to look and feel beautiful because we know this. When you feel better, you look better, you feel better, they go hand in hand, and self-care and sanity also go hand in hand. Self-care and sanity also go hand in hand. So my clients have been responding to my emails and texts practically begging me for products to use until they can get back to work for their, or back to their facial appointments. Um, clients can't wait to get back in our treatment room. I literally have a long list of clients waiting for me to call them as soon as I get back to work, and you can too. You just have to be brave enough to reach out in a sensitive manner. So what I've done is I've started a VIP list. At the end of every one of my emails, I PS the email, which is said to be sometimes the only line that people will read it in an email if it is a PS and it's bolded out. And it says, hey, leave your brows alone, use your moisturizer, and let me know if you want to be put on my VIP callback list. People love being on a VIP list, right? So just simply add that to your emails. So people keep asking me, well, Lori, what is it going to look like when we go back? Here's what I'm going to tell you honestly, because I always come up from a place of honesty, even if sometimes it feels a bit uh, harsh, I still believe in telling you guys the truth. I don't know what it's going to look like. You don't know what it's going to look like. Our, our leaders certainly don't know what it, it's going to look like. So I'm going to talk to you today about my predictions and how to prepare yourself for your comeback because this is, this is where it's going to have to stem from. Your predictions, your gut, your inner wisdom. So here's my beauty biz and any business comeback prediction, especially those of us that are in the, the, the touch world, right? We touch our clients. There's going to be three or four types of clients. This is the, the visual of number one. They are your heck yeah, I'm waiting outside your door. I better be number one on your VIP list. I want the works. I'll take your whole day if I can get it, and I can't wait to get back in the treatment room. Then you're going to have this middle gal, and she's the one who's stuck at home homeschooling and just is dying for her kids to go back to school. And, but she doesn't have the flexibility of time anymore to come see you, right? So you're going to have to hit her with these emails in a way that speaks to where she's at. How can I help you from home? How can I help you feel better? How can I be here for you? So that's client number two. Her flexibility has been disrupted. And then we have client uh, number three over here. And this, could, this, this guy can fall out in two ways. He's going to be terrified of human touch forever. Or he is financially 
devastated. I call this, there's two categories, which I saw in the downfall of the economy back in 2008 and 9. These people literally are, uh, are financially devastated right now and you have to still show up for them. They need you. They need you. Be of service, even if it's not in a monetary way, because they will come back when they can if you stay engaged in a compassionate manner with them. Or it's going to be media-induced budget. I had very wealthy celebrities in 2008 that didn't want to come in anymore because the news was telling them they shouldn't invest in anything that seemed as a luxury item. You still have to show up for these people because they'll come back when they start to see it's really not affecting their bank account in a negative way. So this is my prediction. You have three types of clients and you can still be of service three or four to all of them. If you use your schedulicity marking, it's really quite easy, you guys, if you're willing to step into it and create the business that you want. So here are your current priorities, and these are mostly for people who are not quite back at work or just stepping back into work, and their book, their bookings look different than they did a few months ago. Compassionate communication. You need to encourage engagement. You want your clients replying back to you so you can continue to converse with them. This will allow you to sprint back to that treatment room. It'll help create loyalty. And I always say the booked perfectly practitioner, whether it's hair, nails, lashes, whatever it is, they forecast, they forecast. It's not just about present moment. It's about what do you want your future to look like? So start to do a weekly check-in with your clients. If you do not have a client list, start to generate one because your client list is a six and figure, seven figure asset within your business. There are two assets you need to pay attention to right now. One is your client list. That's a six and seven figure asset. The second one is your time management asset. What are you doing for the future of your business right now? Start to pay attention to it and do something that I call compartmentalizing and calendarizing. Block out the time to work on your business and what you need done today and what you want your future business to look like. Set yourself up for success. You need to be, again, time management, tackling those to-do lists. It's time to reinvent. It's time to brand, rebrand. It's time to learn social media if you don't know social media. It's a perfect time to turn your shoulds into must. Another bit of homework. Make a list. What are three shoulds you keep saying that you want to turn into instead of I should do this, I must do this, and I'm going to do this before I head back to work? Because I think this will be over for some of us uh, faster than we think, and we're going to have some regret, and I don't want you to. Today, I'm just here to remind you to be accountable to your to-do list. There's never been a better time to get stuff done. Also, as I've mentioned a few times already, think about being of service. Think about being of service in an expansive manner, not the linear fashion that has become our norm because fortunes are made during this time if you can think outside of the box. So, and, and, and being of service, I, I love telling this story because I actually cried when I read it. One of the gals sent out a, a, a recommended letter that we shared in the Beauty Biz Club. And at the very end, it said, if you need anything, anything at all, reach out to me. I'm here for you. Our relationship does not end just outside of our treatment room. And she had a, a client who's 80 years old with no family in the area reach out to her and say, I think I'm sick. Would you ever be able to bring me some groceries? Oh my God, you guys. Is this not how you could show up for somebody? I have a commitment to myself right now to help me stay sane. I am doing two good deeds of service every single day. My aunt had heart surgery last week, is back at home. Thankfully now she's 90. I sent her a puzzle yesterday. So think about being of service in ways that just make you feel good. Sometimes it, it looks different than just doing it for the profits, but it all pays you back tenfold. So here are some amazing things that 
um, that you have going for you right now, current cash flow opportunities. My goodness, haven't we always as small business owners been looking for ways to one up Amazon? Right now, you can get your clients what they need faster than Amazon. And I've been sprinkling and seeding that in my marketing newsletters. Hey, I'm faster than Amazon. If I'm able to, I'm going to drop this off and leave it outside your front door or I'll ship to you and it should get there in a day or two. You have an opportunity to create Facebook groups and do online demos and share beauty rituals and to have Q&A sessions with your clients. The curious clients will show up and support you. So one or two clients, hey, they may tell a friend. It's a beautiful way to expand your online presence and to build clientele that probably will be loyal to you when you go back to work. I had a client yesterday reach out and say, I want to do a masking Mother's Day party. If Could you put six kits together for my girlfriends and show, up and show, uh, show us how to use them on Saturday night? Guess what? I only know one of six. So there's my opportunity to go online with these people, show them how to use a face mask and, and sell them retail products and also get them as clients when I am able to go back to work. And my God, you guys, I miss my treatment room so much. I can't wait to get back there. Um, so facial kits, facial consultation, virtual facials. If you're a hairdresser and you reach out to me right now and say, Lori, I have put together a hair masking kit so you, your hair kind of stands up until we can get back together or looks gorgeous or, or you can nourish it, I'm in and I'll buy it from you. I'm in and I'll buy it for you. So start to think about how you can serve your clients from home. And Mother's Day, oh my gosh, I'm shipping out Mother's Day bundles all week. You still have time because guess what? I call this in my marketing teachings, you still have, oh crap, the oh crappers that didn't get anything for their mom yet. So if you have online gift card available, and if you don't, pretty easy to set up. You can, you can do it right through Schedulicity. You can do it uh, as a, a widget on your website. This should be your best Mother's Day gift certificate sales yet because men hate to shop anyway. And if you make it, and now they have nowhere to shop. So if you make it easy, easy, easy for them, I even have my virtual facials and my consultations and my Mother's Day beauty bundles set up as services on Schedulicity and on my online gift card uh, offering. So there, there's ways to do this if you start to think outside of the box, you guys. So here are some, just some, I call it CV because I don't even like to say the word, awareness builders. Start to think about this. Do you have a sustainable business model? If not, now is the time to create one. What can you do virtually? How can you be of service from your home and in your client's living room? Do you have your client list set up as a six or seven figure business asset? Meaning, are, do you have it set up? Do you have all the proper information needed to communicate with your clients even when your business is shut down? If you don't, I say start with your personal email list and get them over to Schedulicity and have them sign up for an account so you can continue to uh, communicate with them so they know when you're back at work or they know what you're offering them. And really, uh, do you have a community? A community, as Elizabeth from Hair Love said, that you are obsessed with because it is an essential component that contributes to your well-being and to your success. Success leaves clues. The sharing of resources is also an amazing business asset that you can create if you're in the right community and surrounded by the right people. So some comeback suggestions, sanitation certifications. I've seen these everywhere. I'll tell you two. Dermalogica has a clean touch. And um, Rejuvenate has one for manicures, 
hairstylist, I believe, and a few other people, rejuvenation, sanitation, disinfectant, just Google that and it'll come up. VIP list, you guys, here's the thing. Again, I'm going to be honest with you. People are emotional and they're divided right now. I know people that are getting flat for reopening their business, even though the government says they can. So I'm going to step forward when I am allowed to, uh, Per my government mandates, I'm going to step forward and simply just start calling my VIP list back. But because I've been building this and creating it as an asset in my business through the whole coronavirus, I now have three weeks of people to call back when I'm allowed to go back to work. So I don't have to put it out there. I get blasted on social media because that does not feel good. And really, we have to do what feels good and feels right for us right now moving forward. So... Um, Start to meet them where they're at marketing list. I've been keeping a list of things my clients are replying, right? You want them engaging because this is your market research on how you are going to serve them when you open. So I have some incentives and some messaging already set up. One of the things I'll tell you, I know everybody's washing their hands like crazy. So I've actually purchased some retail hand lotion. I'll probably give that as a value add for anyone who books a hydrofacial, which is my most expensive facial and what I love doing and what I want to do more of. So I have incentives in place where I don't have to give half off or half off gift certificates or, or start to give, you know, do daily deals in my business. That's the last thing I want you guys to do. Um, and then go virtual. I created one of the things I'm most proud of is I created a virtual facial consultation inside the beauty biz club. So my members could start right now with where they're at and serve all of the clients that I mentioned earlier, the people that are scared to come back, the people that can't come back. So go virtual and fill in the gaps that you may most likely have and offer convenience. I, um, I dated a guy forever ago, long before I met my, my current love, Jay, and actually his mother was way cooler than he was, she, <laughs> and she taught me a, a valuable business lesson. She made millions from her home in her pajamas, and this is before the internet was so crazy uh, convenient for us, but I said, how did you become so successful? And she said, Lori, once you make somebody's life convenient, you make more money. So think about going virtual if it's possible in your business. So this is the, the Dermalogica Clean Touch Certified. I took the test online and I'm going to frame this. I'm going to use it on social media to give my clients the confidence that they may need, the little bump they may need to trust me again and to trust that I'm doing the right things to keep the environment safe for all of us. So I'll use this on social media. I'll frame it. I may even send this out in an email and lead them back to, I'll use Schedulicity and put a link to my Instagram so they can see this and that actually is a, a little business tip that I'm giving you. If you have a, a, an amazing post, always put a link to it in your Schedulicity emails and lead them back to it because this grows your social media following as well. Okay, here's a comeback suggestion. In my past life, actually really, my, my first career out of college was I was a flight attendant. And I'll tell you guys that jet lag is a real thing. And jet lag appears because it makes us feel awful because we eat differently, we sleep differently, we are outside of our norms. And it takes a little while to get back into our norms. So I'm sharing with you something I thought about the other day because I literally drove to my spa to pick up products so I could ship them out. And I felt disoriented. So I go, oh my gosh, I have something. It, the, the name popped into my head. I have lockdown lag. And you guys can expect to have this too because you've been eating differently. You have been maybe not working out the way you used to. You have um, 
you have a whole new set of norms and it's going to feel weird stepping back into your beauty biz. And so, so expect lockdown lag to show up and have some ways to, to segue back into your business and allow yourself to fill off for a little bit. Give yourself more time, a lot more time between clients. One of the gals in my beauty biz club is back at work and she said, I gave myself an extra 15 minutes between clients and I realized that's not enough. I need 30 minutes. So have lockdown lag in mind. Allow yourself to just feel your way through it and, and to make new systems and procedures in your business without beating yourself up. Get, bring water to work. Bring healthy snacks to work. Do what you need to do to help you yourself get over lockdown lag because it's going to feel very, very similar to jet lag. Okay, so comeback suggestions. Of course, they seem basic, but my sister is a psychiatric chemical dependency nurse, and she said, Lori, when people step into a chaotic time in their life, sometimes they need reminders of the simplest things. So with that in mind, follow your government rules. Keep yourself out of trouble, their regulations and their suggestions, because this also, if anything were to go wrong, your insurance is more likely to cover you, okay? If you're following the government rules and regulations, and it's good to have them down uh, on, on your website, in your email, confirmation emails. And then again, to avoid or to help you get over the lockdown lag that you most likely will experience, you need to create repeatable systems for your business. These are gonna look like new systems. They may be temporary or they may be long-term, but they need to be a system. So you and your staff are prepared and all on the same page because when you have a system and you have a plan of action, you actually, it boosts your confidence and it lowers and lessens your anxiety. Here is probably the best advice I could give you. Do your best. Do your best and use your inner wisdom to do your best and to navigate what is going to be a new norm in your business. Okay, guys, they're simple, but I feel they're very powerful. Sometimes you're going to have to just stop if you're feeling anxiety or you feel uncertain and say, okay, I'm going to use my inner wisdom. I'm going to sit for a minute and breathe. What is it telling me to do? And I'm going to step forward and just do my best. This is the letter that I was telling you about. Why don't you take a screenshot of it so I don't have to read the whole thing, but it is sprinkled with everything that I shared with you today. I sent this out via Schedulicity. And um, I told you, or I mentioned that I got more responses to this email and I sold almost as much in retail and virtual consultations as I make in my treatment room each week. So take a screenshot of it. Know the PS. Okay, do me a favor. Leave your brows alone. Don't pick your skin and moisturize like crazy until we meet again. My clients wrote back the funniest responses. They're like, oh my God, my eyebrows are longer than my, my um, Scottish Terrier, my dog. But I also got beautiful responses. People told me how during this time they found their birth mother, how they um, are just amazing responses. And this is what you want. So it's the PS, the chats we have in the treatment room don't have to end because we're social distancing. And also when they feel like you're just showing up and being of service to them, they want to purchase from you. So uh, here's a letter. If your skin is starting to show signs of stress, let me know. My last email letter. And my clients and I have a, a humorous relationship. So you may have to model this so it sounds like it's coming from you and it fits your client's uh, needs. But this letter has helped myself and, and a lot of gals in the Beauty Biz Club generate income during this time of uncertainty. So I'll sit here. Hopefully you guys got it. I'll go back just for a second. 
and, and make sure take a screenshot with your phone or your computer or do whatever and use it to model after. And also I teach something inside the beauty biz club called the fortune flow formula. And that is when you create content like this, then you reuse it. It's a streamlined business system. You throw it as a blog because it's keyword rich. And then you break pieces of it up and you use it as a script to do a live video to speak to your clients on Instagram or Facebook. And then you put it in Canva and create a little meme from one of the sentences. And you have a whole marketing system for each week that'll help you stay in front of your clients and help you create cash flow. All right. So just... What I'm doing right now as a practitioner who probably has a lot in common with you listening in and a small business owner, I'm enhancing my online offerings and I'm doing this via Schedulicity. And um, it's, it's very easy to do. Go in and set up your offerings online just as a service and, and share with your clients and let them know. I continue to communicate with my clients from a professional but honest and human place. They're paying attention, you guys, and they will remember how you reached out to them or if you did not. And they're really worried about you if you haven't reached out. I started two lists, and they are a VIP list. And these are people I will call back when I'm allowed to go back to work. And also, I've started a list on ideas of how I will reopen my business. I've started a draft of the email that'll go out, but I'm not going to send it out yet because, heck, it changes every day. For those of us who haven't opened, we don't really know 100% what that's going to look like, but get that letter ready to go so you just have to fill in a few blanks. And, um, you know, this is all set up on how I'm going to communicate my new systems with clients. I will tell you, if you're not back at work yet and you're kind of anticipating what it'll look like, the practitioners that I have been talking to, I had a meeting last night with the the gals that are in the expansion part of my beauty biz club, some of them are back to work and they said their clients have just been lovely, just been lovely, following the rules, excited to be back. Um, and what I'm going to do, and I suggest that you do is I'm just going to do my best to stay educated and confident and to stay closely, that should say connected typo, to my inner wisdom and people who are supportive and knowledgeable, my community that I am obsessed with. And, um, I want, to, I want to end today by leaving you with this thought, message, whatever it is. The comeback is always stronger than the setback, you guys. The comeback is always stronger than the setback. Take a screenshot, make it your screensaver, print it out, do whatever you need to do to remind yourself of this because I've been through some crazy times in my life, as I'm sure you have, and I always come back as a more powerful gal. So it is possible. It is possible. So I think that is it for my share today. I don't even know how long I talked, but Jamie, if you want to come back and open it up for some Q&A, I'd be happy to answer some questions. Yeah, yeah. Let's do a Q&A session here. So we did um, have some questions come in through the chat, but if people would like to use the raise hand feature um, in, in their Zoom panel, their control panel, we will be answering um, some questions that way and allowing you to hear from them personally. Um, to kick it off though, I did see a question in the chat that somebody was curious about um, your plans for PPE while doing a facial. So um, do you have any like specific things there that you would like to speak to? Well, I think that um, you still have to pay yourself and your staff and that's what PPE is for, but it's limited. And for me personally, if I can find any way not to have to sit around and cross my fingers and hope for government assistance, I'm doing it. I am doing it. So that's kind of how I stepped forward. I didn't want to have to wait and, and 
and see if I would get assistance. I just took action quickly. And here, I think with unemployment, I'm not quite sure, but you can deduct what you make each week. And a lot of my girls in the club have stopped collecting the unemployment because they're making far more by being of service to their clients. But that is, gosh, something, that's a good question. And it's one that I would probably run by my CPA or bookkeeper because every state and every situation is different and it changes every day. And I don't want to lead somebody down the wrong path. Okay. So it's looking like they're referring to um, the PPE, the equipment. Um, I'm not sure what PPE equipment is. Okay. All right. Um, they, if they type it in, I'll try to give a, yeah. a, the right answer. Yeah. Um, that's the face masks and gloves. So the protective equipment. Oh, oh, you know what? I, I think I'm going to, I'm not open yet, but I know the girls that are opening are, are just following their government suggestions at this point. So, um, you know what? And I, I say be prepared with that. I have ordered. I've ordered masks. I've ordered gloves because they could be hard to come by. So you want not to be a hoarder, but to have a little bit of a stash so you can actually go back to work. And I know for people in the beauty industry and probably the hair, a lot of our vendors have these now in stock and it's easier to get from them and you're supporting a small business than it is to go on Amazon and, and try to look for them. So hopefully that answers the question. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know like what it's going to look like. I have masks. I'll probably get a shield, that kind of thing. I know Angela, who's in the Beauty Biz Club and here today, has created this plexiglass shield for estheticians, which is super cool as well. So, so those are some ideas stepping forward, feeling like you're protecting yourself and your clients. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, just so everybody knows, please do raise your hand. We'd love to have you ask your question personally to Lori. Um, Something else that came through the chat while you were um, speaking, Lori, was um, when you were talking about linking back to Schedulicity or putting links in emails um, or, you know, posting on social. um, Can you speak a little bit more to that, how you go about doing that? So, okay, let's just use, for example, the Dermalogica certificate that I showed. I'll put that on my Instagram with a little blurb below it. And then I'll send a newsletter out saying, hey, check out this post. I did an extra training on sanitation because I'm so excited to be 100% prepared to bring you safely back into my business. Check out the, the certification here, and I'll just put a link to that post in Instagram so they can click on it and head over to my social media page. And that way you kind of get more engagement. So you show up more in, in the algorithms, I guess it's, they're called. And then you also, you run the opportunity if you're sending out this newsletter with a link to your social media to 1500 people or to 2000 people, whatever it is, then you have that opportunity to get them following you on Instagram because you can't have enough marketing touch points, right? It's a, it's a busy, noisy space out there. So you want to get them everywhere that you can following you and engaging with you. Perfect. Yes. Very important. Um, Okay. So we do have a question from Janet. She is raising her hand. Janet, would you like to ask Lori your question? Uh, Yes. Um, Hold on. Hi, Janet. Hi, Lori. I don't know how to do this. We can hear you. Oh, you can? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> for the buttons. I'm sorry. I am not a computer person. Um, 
I do have access to get the personal protective equipment. I've been on the phone with the insurance company, our government. Um, our government doesn't really recognize our little business. Um, I'm an electrologist too. But the question becomes, if, if you're doing lashes, that's fine. But the people coming in are supposed to be wearing masks also because it gets in the air. I've looked for the UVC air cleaners to try to help with that. But um, the insurance company I spoke with, they said, your clients have to wear masks, but we can't really do a facial or hair removal if they've got a mask on. So that's, I think, the question of what, um, you know, what people were talking about, about what are you doing to protect clients or the PPE when you go well. Uh, here's the thing. I know in some states they've lifted the mask is now when appropriate or they use some terminology that I don't remember exactly. So it goes back to what I mentioned. You are going to have to think exponentially and not linearly. I have girls that are doing eye treatments that are just doing eyebrows. So if your government saying the client has to wear a mask, then you're either going to have to delay opening or you're going to have to find workarounds where you can still be of service, where the client has the mask on. Again, I, I don't think anyone knows how to lead us right now. It's going to be following the government, listening to your inner wisdom, and doing what feels right for you and your clients, for sure. I wish I had an answer. I wish I did, but my gosh, we're not even being given you know, solid information at this point. No, we're not. I know for electrolysis, they say, we don't know. But they do say, in general public, six feet or a mask and I'm like well we I don't have six feet arms um yeah yeah so I wish I could give you an answer but I don't have that information I don't think anyone does right now okay. I'd say get creative and do what you can do with a mask on a face just get them in because chances are then they may be buying products from you or or, or start to do whatever you can virtually. That's why I created that certification because mm. of the lack of direction and information and, and, the, and clients are scared still. Yeah, they are. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Jane. Thank you, Lori. Okay, so we have another question from Joy. Joy, would you like to ask Lori your question? Hi, can you hear me? Hi, Joy. Yeah. Hi, I'm um, Joy. Nice to have you and hear this information. So helpful. Thank you so much. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania. I have a tiny little salon now attached to my house. I've moved twice and now it's just small and everybody comes to me and I'm very, very um, connected with my client. So my question without taking up too much of your time is after having been at another Zoom meeting about reopening with, um, oh, just lost their name. Anyway, they, they're uh, extension people. They suggested that we raise our prices right now, and I don't want to alienate anyone. Um, people were talking about timing and everything else, and he suggested, well, the worst time to raise your prices is after the holidays when everybody has spent their money. Well, right now they're saving up their money. They haven't spent anything. They're about to bust down your door, and we're having to buy the PPE equipment, and we've lost all this money, so... It is the time to raise our prices, and he suggested quite a jump. I only ever do like 6% or 3 or whatever the cost of living is, not even every year, and he's suggesting 5 or 10. So I just wonder what you thought about all that. 
we had this conversation yesterday, a whole group of, uh, there were 20, and these are high income earning beauty practitioners. And uh, here's kind of what we said. This is the cost of operating a business, right? It's the cost of operation. So it just depends if you want to place that on the client or you feel it's your responsibility. As beauty practitioners, to me, I've looked at this, it's not much more that I have to invest in, I've always been sanitary, right? I've always had gloves. I've always had masks in my treatment room. I've always had the disinfectant. So for me, it's not going to be that much more that I have to invest to get up and running in a sanitary measure. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe make a list of what it's costing you. And this may be temporary. It, again, you have to use your inner wisdom and do what feels right to you. I don't want to ever go against what anybody else is advising in business. But for me, I won't be raising my prices because my prices were out of place and always have been. That's fair market value. And I do think it would alienate some of my clients now if I said, hey, I'm coming back, but you're going to have to pay me more. I've actually seen it in the online booking world. People are head into schedulicity because there are other companies that decided to raise their prices right now. So you have to do what feels right to you, Joy. Yeah. Okay. I just wonder what y'all thought. And um, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of think that it isn't the time to do it because I just want them to know that I love them. I can't wait to see them. Plus we're also suggested not to do blow dries right now because it blows around the particles. So I was actually going to give them a discount because I wasn't doing blow dries, but I've decided not to do that much. But I think it is kind of a thing I want to wait for everything to settle, the smoke to settle. And I'm actually due for an increase anyway. So I might do it on my normal fall time before the holidays when I do usually. Yeah. You know, it's funny because um, it just depends. I think as far as estheticians, we're set up with all of this stuff anyway. And it's, it's not going to look that much different, except for we now we have to wipe down probably the bathroom door handles, which we weren't doing before, but we have the equipment. So uh, I, I don't know. That's a really interesting question. And it, you're going to have to do what feels good to you as a business owner. And if you, I mean, it's a tax write-off, their, their operation expenses. So it's true. If uh, it really doesn't feel right, don't do it because then your clients are going to feel that energy. Oh, that's true. That's true. I like the inner wisdom thing. I wanted to really quick say to the other um, question person that I learned from that other class that we were, we're going to be suggesting if our distributor can get them to us, that um, we give the client a throwaway mask. That way they're not bringing in outside masks that may have been contaminated somewhere else. And I know as estheticians, you can't wear them while you're in treatment, but they can wear them all the other times. And then when I was doing brows, because I do brows in my business too, I asked them even before this happened, when it was already out to please not talk for a moment while I was in their face. I mean, it's small, but it's something. You know, while I was upon them. Here's another thing somebody brought to my attention that I think is really solid advice. When your client comes in and they do take the mask off because some States are allowing this, make them put it in their own purse. Don't let them leave it on their shelves and their countertops. And that was just some advice. I go, Oh, I didn't even think about that, but that's really good advice. Yeah. Really good. Thank you. Okay. Thank so you, I Joy. have time for one more question. Um, Katie Ann has a question here. Okay, so I'm in Pennsylvania also, and my question is, um, in regards to, you know, I'm a stylist, and I have a, um, a salon located in uh, my salon suite concept, so, you know, the suites are very small, so one of the things, as far as with the products that we carry in salon, 
Um, I saw someone on. Uh, I'm reading something that until she pops back on, Amy's saying as a massage therapist, they now have to think about changing their clothes between each client. I actually have seen somebody who created a uh, vinyl type apron so you could, you know, disinfect it between each client, which is another good idea. Okay. Well, everybody, thank you so much for being here with that. Uh, we hope to see you in the next town hall and I hope everybody has a great day. And once again, thank you so much, Lori. Oh, thank you guys for having me. You know, I'll do anything for Schedulicity, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> thank you so much, Lori. That's it for today's podcast, but there are plenty more where that came from. Head to our site to catch up on our archives, including last week's episode with Jay Nixon, who also happens to be Lori's partner in life. Talk about a power duo. If you haven't already, don't forget to sign up for a Schedulicity account at essentials.schedulicity.com to take advantage of all our booking, marketing, and payment tools. Catch you next time.